Today is June 26th. The Yankees split a four-game set with the Astros, and we get a lot of conversations out of the games. It's exciting times. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. I'm with Jake and BBD. My face is red because I've been at the beach and in the sun. I put suntan lotion on. It's not really that bad. Don't don't come at me about it. It's gonna fade by the morning. Jake, you look good. BBD looks great. Jake was at a wedding. I was at the Always. beach. The Yankees were playing a big series. And we have two walk-off wins. They complete the 13-game stretch everyone was so worried and interested about. And I do think that I personally am at a different place with this team than I was before the Astros series. So I think there's fun conversations to be had. Jake, how are you? Let's go! Uh, James, BBD. The chat. Happy Sunday. Happy whenever you're listening to this. Hope you had a good weekend. Yankees Astros Jim you're you're saying it right I I you know I think we'll deep dive maybe now maybe in a minute but uh hey congratulate congratulations to the Flishers and the Galax uh, got married this weekend my good friend Kyle uh, Long Island crew on Long Island a lot of Yankees love out there uh he's a big guy this was a big a big guy finishes this series uh with Judgey doing it again and yeah man I I, I think kind of what you're alluding to, well, hey, there's there's a lot of individual stuff, but as a team, everyone had the same feeling this Sunday. This was a big game that wasn't a big game. Uh, if you lose one regular season game, you lose one regular season game. But we're locked up with the Astros. They bullied us <laughs> every game for nine innings. Uh, the Yankees, they walk off the first in the last games. That's the only leads they had. Uh in this series was at the buzzer of those, the bookend games. And yeah, I, Jim, I had my Garrett Cole, how I've talked about Cole on this show recently, where after his slow start to the season, I kind of felt like he was, he backed himself in the perfect corner for himself, that it was going to be like, Hey, Garrett, like it's go time. And Garrett's kind of gone. And that's where I I was just kind of sitting there, arms crossed with a, Big grin on my face, like, all right, Garrett, you set yourself up with a little gauntlet, let's do it. The Yankees, if they lost today, we were going to do the same thing and cross our arms and say, okay, awesome start to the season, but the one bad dude that you know is going to be there at the end gave you boys a little trouble. So are we going to work towards that? Are we going to prove? Like, what what are we going to do? And instead, we kind of land at the four-game split, which you and I talked about on Talking Baseball. Can't wait to talk about it tomorrow at that those are kind of fun in baseball because, like, these two teams punched each other a little bit and they walk away and, like, the Astros shouldn't be sad, maybe a little disappointed because they kind of won four games. And and the Yankees, you know, they've got this resilient team that, you know, they did not play their best this weekend, whether that's related to Astros or Yankees or whatever it is. 
Uh, they walk away with a split. So these two teams are on a collision course for the ALCS, uh, as long as the bracket lines up that way, which I believe it should. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, and we, we have fun talking points from from this series. Like I, I think that's why we're both juiced up and a walk off. Yeah, walk off, but it's uh, it's like a relief of a walk off, but not even. It shouldn't be like they had thirteen game stretch. Blue Jays uh, or Tampa, the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Astros. They went nine and four. It's really good. That's uh, really, really good. Now, some of the stuff, just kind of blanket statement, then we'll get into the, and then, we, and then we'll do some housekeeping, and then we'll get into it. My, my, my overall thing is that if they lost this game and got no hits longer, like, yes, I agree with you. It would have been like, all right, well, we all know this team's good. But that's a punch in the mouth. And I still feel that way, even though they salvage it and they win. And I like that because we don't have to be down about it. And they, they tie the series. But hey, the Rays and the Blue Jays. And I don't know if any Blue Jays or Rays fans are listening. It's not really a knock on you because it's fact. They gave us wins like they, the Yankees didn't hit crazy in every game. But if they made an error, if if Phillips dropped a fly ball, if Randy dropped a fly ball, if uh, Choi went to scoop one and threw it. And I forget what happened in the blue Jay series, but they made some errors too, that the Yankees took advantage of the Astros didn't until the end there. Um, they didn't make errors. Really. They played good, clean baseball on a lot, a lot of sides of, on every side of the ball. And the Yankees were outplayed all four games. They, they salvaged two and the ability to come back is amazing. And they have nine walk-offs or 10 walk-offs now, but I think it's, is like, Hey, if we can get better in any area, we have to get better. It's not like, oh, it would be nice to get better, but we're really good. No, it's we have to get better in any area. We can get better at the trade deadline. So I think that that is kind of like a good thing coming out of a split or a good thing coming out of being outplayed is we can't just say, well, we got Herman in the wings and we got, you know, some kids we like and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Like attack the deadline because this is a good team. This is a team that can win the World Series. And those teams usually attack the deadline, and get better. The Dodgers thought they were there and they got Scherzer and Trey Turner. You know, the Braves thought they were in it. They got a whole new outfield. So that's kind of where I think it's fun. The next four weeks for us is they can't do what they did in 18 and 19 and not make moves because this is the year you're good enough. So you have to go get better right now. And I think that this, I think if they sweep the Astros, maybe we don't have that sentiment. Right. Uh, and some, some you know, we always start off with our first segment of the show down on the farm. Uh, Oswald Peraza just hit his second homer of the day, and Anthony Volpe hit a walk-off homer today. So that's our first segment we always start off with. That's done. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it, like, that's kind of the biggest takeaway, James, is that, you know, we talk to ba- people in baseball front offices, and they talk about the luck factor of baseball, and... There's part of it that's true. There's part of it that's not true. Like, you, you you, have to put your team in the best position to win, and that'll put you in the best position to win. little Yogi quote uh, off the rip, uh, our first segment, Yogi quotes. But, you know, we've talked a lot about an outfield position. We've talked about a lot about the shortstop position. Bullpen gets interesting. Chapman and a serious probably. Uh, what we used to do is kind of some groundskeeping. Chapman has two uh, rehab appearances so far. Uh, Johnny Luizaga has has thrown two bullpens, I think. So that's, you know, 
it should be some additions to the bullpen at some point. Uh, I, I don't know. Is there any other, like, housekeeping like that? Chappie's a big one. I think they said he's coming up. So, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I think that's all, man. I mean, because the Weizig is there, and who else is even the team they have on the uh, the, the lineup and the bench is there's no injuries or there's no there's no one coming up. Right. There's no. Well, Glaber Glaber rolls his ankle today, which we'll talk about. But they 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 made it seem it looked like a basketball rolled ankle that. Maybe he sits tomorrow, but he's he's fine. He probably doesn't. Maybe he play. Maybe he doesn't play the next two days. But it, I I don't know. We'll see if that. Uh, I don't think it's a. I don't. I have no idea. Right. It looked like a rolled ankle. It looked like he sits a couple of days, and that's all. Um. And then the starting pitching is the rotations rotation. So yeah, I mean it's pretty easy to do housekeeping. There have been a lot of guys on the IL. I mean, well, I guess the only thing you said at the end there, and you know, we'll talk about Steven Ridings and Ben Rorfett later, but you know there were more. There's a lot of s- speculation now that the Yankees are going to try to be on a starting pitcher because uh, Sevy hasn't pitched a full workload in a while and yeah. Nestor never fully pitched a full workload. So that was the other thing that was kind of hot in the streets. But you, uh, I think you summed it up well on, on the Twitter that you were like, well, you know, literally everyone's going to be in on the big-name pitcher, so we'll, yeah. we'll just see what happens. And there. we did a whole episode about how we think they're – you know, getting a, getting a Montes or a uh, Castillo – Makes sense because you're losing Tyone and then you get in a guy for next year too. They definitely need a starting pitcher. I'm fully on board with that because, hey, having all five starting pitchers ride out the season, knock on wood, whatever you want to do, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of pegged the J.P. Sears thing and he probably shuts down Oakland and then they trade him to Oakland. The next and a day. really scary exercise is go through the All-Star game and from last year and look at like how – the second half for those pitchers, starting pitchers. You know, I think Bieber didn't pitch. He got hurt. Walk Tyone Walker was just not the same guy. I think there's more examples of like it's just a long season. That's the that's the other crazy part. We're not we're almost to the halfway point. And you know, I know I was looking at like Josh Donaldson's stats today, and it's like, is he gonna have a big second half? What does that mean for the team? Oh, it's gonna be a fun summer. And Jim, you know what else makes a fun summer? Shady Rays is my guess. Shady Rays. I uh, I just put on my Shady Rays. Uh, they happen to be one of their premium polarized pairs. Which why is that important, people? Because they're giving you fifty percent off five zero. Fifty percent off two plus premium pairs of polarized shades at shadyrays.com. They have their lost and broken replacement guarantee. If you ever lose them or break them. They'll get you the same pair. These are basically lifelong sunnies. Uh, brought these to the wedding this weekend. Go to ShadyRays.com. Check it out. Check out the site. And use promo code YANKS, Y-A-N-K-S, for 50% off two-plus premium polarized shares. Shades, uh, I guarantee there will be two pairs you like. I guarantee there will be two pairs a significant other likes. Uh, maybe you just go one and one, and then they like Venmo you for half, and you do like a handshake. I, we used to do that in college. We'd buy hats. It would be buy one, get one 50% off, and then we'd split the gap. Shady Rays is kind of doing that. So go check them out. They got uh, the best sunglasses in the game. I said it. Thanks, Shady Rays. Thanks, Shady Rays. All right. I want to burn game one. We got four games, so. Yeah, three games. You're just keeping tight, right? It's a three-game, four-game set, so let's get through it. All right. Game one. I don't even remember. 
The Houston Astros come to the boogie down to preview the 2022 ALCS. They would have the Yankees' best shot. Jameson waiting for them, Tyone. And the Yanks would hope they wouldn't have to issue a framber alert for their winning ways versus Thick King Valdez. Top one, Breggy Bomb. Oh, no, it's 3 nothing Houston before Tyone gets an out. But the Yankees would do the same. Hit the music, Giancarlo. Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Te quiero. Big ol' homers. Threes on the board in the third. Excuse me, sir. Your dong is out. Three-run homer from Alvarez. It's 6-3 Houston. It stays that way into the ninth. Framber was locked in. Here comes Presley, but Hixie has left the building. <laughs> Another three-run yacker in this game from Aaron, and this game is adjourned by Big Judge as that other Aaron. He walks it off. JMO to Litke to Albert to Castro. Wow. Yanks win 7-6 final. Game of the year for me, I think. Mm. I think this is the game of the season for me. Uh, if they lost the next three, I don't know. Maybe like it kind of gets like in a way bummed out. But down three, uh, the Hicks homer, Judge coming through. I mean, once Judge, once Hicks hit the homer, I, they were winning. It right. kind of felt the same thing today. Uh, so the Judge homer was not anticlimactic, but not. I wasn't surprised by it the hicks two strike homer was like jump up and watch your head because you might hit the chandelier energy uh that was fucking awesome joe's and i were in the building uh pretty unreal there's really good energy in the stadium all night except towards the end when the yankees went hitless for like six inning because they scored their three in the first and then you're like wait really like this is how it's going down uh and then yeah i mean it, you know, I'm not sure Aaron Hicks would agree with this full sentiment, but, you know, there was almost two runners on, no outs. You're almost like, hey, Hicksie, just, like, don't hit a ground ball. Like, if you're going to get out, like, strike out or something. Uh, instead, he hits, yeah, I mean, easily the homer of the year. Pimps it to tie it. Not even pimps it. Like, just emotionally pimps it. Like, damn, <laughs> damn bro. Get the. Damn, <laughs> bro. Cali Hicks. <clears throat> Uh, that's what he said. I know. I know. And he's from Cal. <laughs> I have the I'm whole saying. breakdown, dude. And I, it's awesome. There's so much cool little like things. And I was like, fucking, I was going to have to scrap it. I think or like, wait for a while to post it. If they lost the next three games. Now I think I'm good to record the voiceover, but really cool at bat by Hicks here. Uh, he was sitting off speed, uh, 100%. I mean, you see that, that Todd Frazier swing on the second pitch where the fastball blows by him and he kind of is like, eek, let's go. Shit. And just like puts the bat down. And then you can see after that, he's like, all right, fine. Fastball it is. Completely changes. You can see him uh, shift his weight on his legs just way quicker than the, I put him side by side in the breakdown I made. Uh, it's not out yet, but I'll, I'll get it out at one point. And um, just smashes that ball. I mean, Presley, if you're an Astros fan, like, that was some of the worst pitching in a close situation I've ever seen. And then uh, uh, it was so bad. Uh, it was like bad fastballs right over the dick. And then after that Hicks home run, he didn't throw another fastball. He just threw uh, all breakers to Kiner and then to Trevi. 
And then uh, they bring in the pirate and they have a mound meeting for judge and say, it said, don't give him a fastball because I mean, he didn't see a single fastball three. Oh, swinging on the splitter there. It's just disregard. Like, I don't care, dude, your splitter is garbage. I'll just hit whatever you throw. It's a bad fastball to judge. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was with Joe's talking to super fan, David Rifkin. Um, and yeah, we were, you know, there's a quick, that baseball conversation, which you love being in the stands and just talking about it. And they were like, you know, does judge actually take three Oh here? And I was like, no, anything that guy wants. And that's where my sentiment came through the video. And, uh, did you see mine God. on it? I was watching it doing like a little live play by play. And I was like, ah, I don't think judge swings here. And they showed a close up of his face and he was just like locked. In yeah, and I was like, "Oh, looks like he wants to swing here." Why pass the baton when he knows he can just win it? Because he's the best player on the team. His words, not mine. How about that? I think he meant to say something else. Oh, absolutely. But he but, also uh, Freudian slip. Yeah, no, it's true. But it, yeah. it was really weird the way he said it, and Mar- the way Meredith reacted, and the way he smiled after was like there was like one beat where it was like, like uh, uh. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's what I was trying to say. And Dan uh, hats off to hats off the Litke in this in this outing. Dan Rourke's been watching that on replay. Yeah, man, that was my again baseball moves so quack quack <laughs> duck noise uh, <laughs> that I going through as I'm typing up the burn and I'm putting the pitchers in this. I was like, my goodness, uh, the the fact that we survived and and got to the point of the game that we had a three run shot at the homer by the end. Licky, Albert Abreu, and Miguel Castro. Um, I mean, special night. Special night. I'm a little interested in how many, because it feels like it's been a decent amount, where Litke has pitched to hold, like, a tie or a losing effort, and then they come back and win. You're saying he might be like uh, like an inverse Wandy? Yeah, like... He's good in low leverage, and he'll he'll just you know he'll just keep a stopper almost. And keep the game a game. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to find that. I mean, there kind of is. But. See, he had he had a nice up until uh, yesterday's game where he where he gives up the run. Uh, he had okay, a nice so little, it, he had a nice little stretch there, eight point two shutty. But the min, the Minnesota comeback, he came in when they were down four, um, held it the. When he exited, they were down two, and then they ended up winning it. Um, and then one Baltimore, he came down. They were down two in the seventh. He held it. They won it. Uh, that seems like the only three. So the Minnesota one is probably the other one I was thinking of. That was a comeback. Did I freeze? You guys are frozen or I'm frozen. I, your face is frozen. You still sound perfect. Um and I mean, my my theory on that is just you know, Licky being a local firefighter, maybe that motivates the boys a little bit. Like just uh, you know, if they're doing it, if he can do it, if he can do two jobs, then why can't we come back and win this game? So, um, we got you, Jimmer. Or is he coming back? Looks like he's not in. Room accepting him okay. should be back in a second. Bang biscuit. We got your back, Poppy. Yep, can you hear me? Can hear yep. you. Can hear you. 
Anything else on game one or should we go to game two? We can go to game two. I mean, Tyone, not great. Ten hits, a lot of hard hits. Yeah. And um, Gallo 0 for 4 with 3Ks. And, and a lot of them just brutal. Non-competitive at-bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and this this was a good reminder. And, you know, not shots fired at Tyone. Like, he's been nails against the Blue Jays a bunch of times this year. But, yeah, I mean, it. part of the reason this Houston team is just so special. That top six, man. If you don't have your A stuff, like, you're screwed. You are screwed. Um, and that's what makes that team special. So, uh, game two. Let's do it. A little Ryan Rucco, man, this matchup almost feels nostalgic by this point. Luis Severino versus Justin Verlander. Friday night, it's Nasty Nestor t-shirt day. Pump it into my veins like Aaron Judge's next contract. There's 10 zeros on the board. We're scoreless through five. King Tuck puts up a three-run curse on the Yanks as Houston takes the lead, but bottom six, G-Unit, this is how he do. Another homer for Stanton, but it's 3-1 Houston, and that would also be your final. Verlander shoves, Yankees lose 3-1. Yeah, this loss was a little like um, your classic loss. They have five hits, they allow five hits. Uh, two-run game, they get the tying run to the plate in the ninth and make it like a little thing, and you're like, yep, that's how the Yankees lose. Uh, standard 2022 Yankees loss. I mean, Seve was 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 good. It's one homer. It's one swing that gets all three runs. I know there was a double, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. Um, bullpen was good. Marinaccio, Castro. Good to see Castro be good again uh, for a little bit. Verlander's good. I mean, he's still one of my favorite pitchers to watch. Still feels like a big event when he's pitching. Crowd was awesome for both these games. For good reason. Uh, yeah, a little funkier lineup. Not a funkier lineup, but you have uh, Higgy in. And Higgy's not giving you... Like, Trevino's giving you much better at bats than Higgy right now. So, I, I understand you got to do it and all that. But they wanted Trevino for the next game, which was a day after the night. But, and then um, Rizzo DHs, DJs at first. Did that come into play at all defensively? I don't think so. I think just like one, the first, if not one of the first plays of the game, uh, the ground out to third, it was a little uh, Don, Donaldson scooped it and then DJ scooped it. I, I guess I was saying in a nice way. Um, yeah, I mean, Verlander, man, like it's just... I'm normally not this guy. I'm a I'm a baseball gods. Like, you know, maybe, you know, who knows the uh, the Blue Jays figure it out at the end of this year and they beat Houston in the playoffs. I like dreaming of that stuff. Like it just fast forward to Verlander against the Yanks in the playoffs. Like I you know, it's it's already there. He is gross. Uh remember when the Yankees tried to sign him? Two 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 ERA now for him on the year. Um and yeah, like like you said, would you would you rather have Trevi than Higgy, especially you know Verlander 
the strikeout on Higgy felt like he was almost toying with him a little bit. Verlander, I think he, I think he's the definition of Jimmy Baseball. I think his first, like his first few strikeouts were only to end the inning, like when he needed it. Um, otherwise, he was like beat me, and the Yankees couldn't. I mean, I've I've been saying it since twenty fifteen. I don't whenever twenty six. Verlander is one of my favorite pitchers to watch. I mean, obviously you have to have the skill set, which Cole does, but Ver, I like just Verlander's, the way he goes about it is just, uh, it's badass. Yeah. And not an ironic way. It's like how people, it's like how our dads describe Nolan Ryan. It's like, he's just a fucking intimidator and he's going to have his way with you. It's cool. I like watching him pitch. Sucks when he shuts down the Yankees. And it's fun when they get to him. Gallo, we talked about this on the AMP app. Gallo doesn't start versus a righty. Um, I think righty-lefty is not even the situation anymore, which is what we said on the AMP app, which got it like comes and goes. You have to listen live. But Verlander can throw a high-forcing fastball. Right. Uh, so it doesn't matter what hand it's coming out of. Gallo can't hit those and refuses to change his swing. So um, he sits. Doesn't play in this game. Um, yeah. Yankees, anything else? Both teams have five hits. I, I don't know. I mean, it's this whole series was playoff baseball light, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Tough loss. Tough. But these Yanks are going to bounce back the next day, right? Wait till game three. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Hicks made an amazing catch. Hicks made an amazing catch. Done. Two. Three. Burn, Jakey, burn. Game number three. Game three. It. What? At the stadium. Ooh. It rain out. Ball game. Thank you. That was good. I hope I hope the internet didn't get choppy during that. I lost you here and there, but overall, perfect. Uh, hey, game three, I was at a party in yeah, the woods. Yeah. Uh, you know, didn't see much. Was I watching from my phone? Yeah. Did I see anything? No. Yeah. Christian Javier looks like he had a good start. That's nice. Uh, Presley redeems himself for the save. Cole with a nice outing. I don't know. I don't. I don't got much. I was at a party. I didn't see it. So, yes. Uh, so there's. I just bypass it quickly. There's good news here. Yeah, I think we'll move on quick. Um, because this this was during the wedding, so I was on the phone, and then I rewatched uh the condensed game this morning. Uh, Javier clearly had his A stuff. You heard the broadcast talking about it yesterday and today. Thirteen strikeouts for him. Um. Yeah, and then, I mean, Cole, you know, he only makes one mistake, like you're mentioning. Uh, Matichavichich, um, he tanks when you see Cole, because you know Cole was loving this, like, 0-0, zero, zero, just two two swordsmen on the mound, so he gets clipped first. I mean, Yankees got no hit. So, I'm if you're willing to, I know Joe's McFly was playing that this game got rained out. Um, if you want... Maybe this game didn't exist. Like, you were doing stuff. I was doing stuff. 
Joe's and Maddie Mass can never go to a game again, and that's it. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Like that's, I think that's just it. Yeah, Marwin starts for uh, Kiner at shortstop against uh, a righty, which I thought was interesting. Javier, no real hits to talk about. No, no, I didn't see any hits. So, Again, out you were at a wedding that. and I was at a party. BBD, were you busy? Uh, I was in D.C. The game technically happened between uh, two parties, and I saw all of it, but I really feel like I didn't see any of it. No, I don't think you saw this game. I think I missed it. All right, cool. Yeah, great. We're on to game four. Great. Yeah, this game wasn't, yeah, okay. I'm I'm good with it. Cool. Let's go game four. Will the Yankees lose the series? Will they get no hit again? Jakey, can you burn it? Game four, let me see that cat, a.k.a. show me your kitty, as Jose takes the pill for the Astros versus nasty Nestor Cortez as the Yankees hope to split this four-gamer in the Bronx. First pitch of the game, Altuve sends a fuck you back into the bleachers. One nothing H Town make it three as Dubon do bloops one in the center. The Yankees need a hit. How about we hit the music, Giancarlo? Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Tequiero, big old homers three one Houston bottom eight. Speaking of hit the music, a go DJ at as my DJ game tying two run homer by Lemayhu. Unos. Contos, we're heading into extra innings. My king, my king, he does his job. Oh, no, don't pitch to the bad man. Big Aaron Judge, get out. Why not? The Yankees walk it off against the Houston Astros. They take the final game, 6-3 final, as they split a four-gamer with Houston. You know, I was a little nervous in this one. A little bit? The first couple innings, Jake. Right. It almost felt like they had a fake tip. It almost felt like the Yankees thought they had a tell on Javier, but the Astros, like, inside jabbed them with with the reverse ski. They were like, did you see the fastball that Stan got beat on for strike three? And then Donaldson got beat on a fastball and he did that. Todd Frazier just like put the bat down, try to foul it. Hicks got beat on a curveball that like just like 100 percent classic. I was looking for the other pitch. What happened? Like, whoa. And do I really think they had a fake tip? No, but that's what it looked like. I think Javier was just dicing him up and it was. They were just never on it on his stuff. And then they started putting some balls in play like and getting walks. They started getting walks. Judge hit that rocket to right. It was a line out. Uh, I think Rizzo got a hold of one that I thought was harder hit and then fell into glove easily. But those I was like, all right, hey, we're getting walks. We're getting hard hits like put like uh, maybe there's some hope here. I didn't think they would come back. Honestly, I, I shame on me. Yeah. Um. But, you know, they got no hit. And I'm spin zoning. Uh, well, it's good. It's good that 
they're you know they're getting humbled a little bit and they'll make changes and and get more locked in stan hits that homer and i'm like all right hey that's enough for me maybe i was being a little uh negative or whatever but i was like didn't get no hit didn't get shut out. We lose three to one again. I, whatever. It's better than what I was just accepting in right. my head. When DJ hits that, that home run, it's the same as the Hicks home run, man. It's, oh, fuck. I did not think that was going to happen. When Judge was up, I knew it was going to hit a walk-off. Right. Like it was, I didn't know it was going to be a home run, but I, like I knew it was going to be a walk-off. So, Fun emotions. The Hicks homer and the DJ homer were very fun emotions. It, it goes back to where we started. There, there was a little bit that if, like, this is how the ship goes down for a little bit, it's still fine. Like, there's going to be a lot of baseball left this year. We can address some of the, you know, the Yankees are the best team in baseball. That doesn't mean they're a perfect team. Uh, so, you know, this, this series could have been a nice learning lesson for the team. That was kind of us being like the tough JV soccer coach. Like, yeah, yeah. like I, I, I can work with you boys on this. Uh, or they're just going to be this, this Yankees team with no quit. My, my big thing was I really thought they had a chance to win this game, but they needed to get a hit. Uh, so once Stanton got the hit, I was like, okay, now we can win this game. And Jim, it, it's funny you started where you did uh, – with my guy, Urquidy, whose body, uh, I can't tell you how much time I spent on the internet looking for a topless pic of him, because I don't know if he's in shape, I don't know if he's out of shape, he's listed six foot 217, which tells me he's 5'10", like 225, but he's not in good, I don't know, it blows my mind, either way, Bro's funny. I think what it is, or this is the best theory I have so far, you know, we, we talk about and we know the Yankees have people that work in their organization that are some of the best at picking up pitch tipping and things like that. I think Houston probably has the best, like, game planning, scouting coaches in the business because of the exact ones you're talking about. Donaldson, I've never seen him look so overmatched, uh, but at the same time, it was a guy throwing 94 with a 78 curveball. Stanton just staring at that fastball. So I, I don't know if they have the best tendency breakers in the biz or just really good scouting or something else even. But uh, yeah, that th there was something going on there. And the broadcast today, Jim, I know you, you and I in the past, we've been a little tough on Flaherty. I, I thought he was really good today. Um at talking about the game, and they were focusing on how the Yankees, they were getting in hitting counts, but they just weren't getting the hits. Um, and he was he was walking through Nestor and how, you know, Nestor had to start throwing the ball away, and he started throwing the ball away, and he was talking about the in-game adjustments. I, th I thought that was all really good. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to talk about Nestor or not. I, I actually, for the five-inning, three-earned run, the, the typical Yankee bad start, uh, I mean, first pitch to Altuve, just you can't put that over the plate. Like it's Altuve, it's it's a Sunday game. Like you just can't do that. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, he he basically they were acting like they were out of the inning. They were two outs, bottom of the lineup, um, and they kind of snoozed themselves a little bit. And then Dubon bloops one in. So I I thought Nestor for this lineup was actually pretty good today. He just made. A, you can't throw a pitch over the middle to Altuve to start the game. Yeah, I I was I didn't hear Flaherty, so I was watching uh, on my phone at the beach. And then even when I got 
I was home for the second half, but I was hanging out in the house and talking with my little cousins and shit. So I just, it wasn't like a, and feeding James. So it wasn't really a audio podcast, but that's great to hear that flash was saying good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Nestor for me, the, the first pitch home run to Altuve, I, you can't do that. It's like, um, you know, if it's a video game, you just like, oh my God, I went brain dead and I, I restart the game right away. You can't do that in baseball, but like that doesn't worry me going forward because right. it's just such a simple, don't throw a 92 mile per fastball middle of the zone, which is what Nestor throws and his fastball works, but his fastball works when it plays off his other stuff. So there's nothing to play off, and Altuve swings first pitch, and and he crushes the Yankees. So um, he's one of the best first pitch hitters. For, so so all for time. me, for all me, time. that's like a, I don't know. It's such a bad mistake. It, like it's a bad mistake pitch, but I don't think it means Nestor. I don't think it has anything to do with the future of Nestor's abilities. It's kind of like, hey, that well, that's an easy fucking fix, right? So and then and then in my head, okay, it's two earned runs and one other inning where he got got a little bit. So, yeah, I, I don't fully mind uh, Nestor's start today. Um, and then I like, I like you know, Glaber running. It sucks that he rolls his ankle there, and I he had a stolen base earlier in this series, and I, I've kind of liked what Glaber's been about. So I'm not upset with him that he rolled his ankle either. That's just kind of like, a, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Moment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't get mad about that. Um I mean, you can in the postseason, <laughs> uh, but uh, for for now, he you know he's probably juiced up. He just stole second and then got to third, and he was trying. Of course, to- the Astros just tag him out, classless. I mean, right, injured player, walk. SMH yeah. man. We send a kid with one leg up there. Astros probably strike him out three pitches. Just rude guys. Just rude guys, we'll say. Um, JRJ, yeah, JRJ, J- JRJ. Uh, what else in this game? Stanton Homer, DJ Homer. Um, some walks. Gallo doesn't play again. Gallo doesn't play. Uh, the bullpen. Shout out again. Again, I don't know how much we're going to talk about them, but two innings from Castro, Wandy, Clay, and King. Incredible performances. Um. Yeah. 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 All right. Wanted to go to the second half of the show called Awards. But it's actually, it's not. It's Pride of the Yankees. And we'll do Pride of the Yankees, and then we'll get to regular old awards. And Pride of the Yankees is brought to you by a very proud man. Uh, who? 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 Greg Morris Cards, Jim. One of the prouder men alive. He is the most trusted sport card seller on the planet. He sells 80,000 sports cards every month. What about <laughs> you? Zero. Uh, 2,000 a day exclusively on the Bay, eBay. Greg Morris Cards sells baseball cards from every era, pre-war, post-war, uh, modern. That's the other one. And Jim, I hate to do this to you. Greggy M., Sent us a couple cards, and Poppy's got them in studio. No, he didn't. Uh, so right here, I've got the uh, Allie Reynolds uh, little card. Uh, let's see, 1948. That's in my hands right now. It's a wee little card. Are you a Thurman Munson guy? Do you like him? Uh, Thurman we've got, Worm. We've got his card, Don Larson. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, another Thurman Munson, the future Thurman Munson, Jason Dominguez. 
and then this happy birthday, Derek Jeter. Um, so, Greg Morris Cards, if you're in the card game or you're trying to get in the card game, go check out gregmorriscards.com. And they want to give you $10 in free cards just from hearing about us from us. Go to gregmorriscards.com. Find the cards you want. If you win the eBay auction, message them with the code JOMBOY and you will get $10 off your order. So go check them out, gregmorriscards.com. Follow them on IG, Facebook, GMC, Greg Morris Cards. Uh, the best in the biz, Dale. They're awesome, and we love them. Are you going to do a pride, or are you going to skip it today? Pride no, I am going to do a pride, and uh, this is one of those ones where I don't want to be cute, and I don't want to be wrong, and I want people going through you know, the annals of history. Right. And saying, oh, who did who got pride? Blah 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 blah. Judge, two yeah. walk off hits. That's a good I, one. I actually, I didn't one. think I was gonna do judge, but because I have the first pick here, mm-hmm. I didn't want to force your hand. So I'll let you have fun and get cute because I think there are some fun secondary options. But if Judge doesn't get a pride this series, it's fucked up. So I'm gonna give him it, and uh, it's Judge two walk off hits, <clears throat> arbitration stuff. We'll save that completely mm. for the midweek episode uh, so we can actually like, talk about that a little longer. And uh, uh, two walk-off hits. It's Judge. Pride of the Yankees, man. He's very good. 28 home runs now. That's fine. I, I think he was going to win a pride if you took him or if I was going to take him. I have two clear-cut ones in my head. I mean, you're right. There are a couple cheeky options. Uh, Big Aaron Judge, two walk-offs against the Houston Astros. Gets his contract figured out. Throws a guy out at home plate. Uh, he's he's a, he's a beast. He's having an unreal season. He's on pace for 62 again. Guy shouldn't have been running there. He went through a stop sign. And Judge, you don't do that. Stupid. You don't do that. Uh, Jim, really good pick, man. Thanks. Thanks. Really good pick. Judge, four walks this series. How about that? Well, I pitched to him when no one else is hitting. That's a great point. There's a ton of walks this series. My goodness. Scared. Oh, I'm doing a deep dive on Judge. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, ran into something super interesting. Maybe if I, I'll host my own section of Sharp Stats if I can finish the the data on this. Although I have some breakdowns I had to make. So this is actually interesting, Jake. You know how he's been crushing sliders? Yes. So I tweeted out his numbers on the slider, and and people pointed out that his whip percentage and his chase percentage are the same as last year. But his put-out percentage is cut in half. It's 30%. It's 14% now. So for people that know put-away put is with two strikes. It's Does he strike out on this pitch? And people were like, how is that possible? Is he just seeing less sliders with two strikes? Like, what's going on? So I went and I looked at it, and it's super interesting. His foul percentage on two-strike sliders, his foul ball percentage on two-strike sliders has jumped up from like 10% to I think it was 35%. So what I want to look into further is I think that Judge sneakily has a two-strike approach that we can't visibly see, whether it's taking away the 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 leg kick going to a toe tap, whether it's moving in a little closer, starting the hand, but he is fouling off two strike breaking balls more than double the rate of last year, which is keeping his at bats alive, which I, I want to look into it more, but I think that's cool because Rizzo gets 
applauded for his two strike approach, but it's so visible. He chokes right. up. He leans in. I think Judge might be doing something with two strikes on him. I I won't get in the way of your research. I think it ties to my theory because I was I was thinking about this very thing the other day. Uh, and it goes into Jake's theory of if baseball players have one thing to work on, you can improve. Remember Aaron Judge, the slider away used to be a thing. Like, we used to tie that in with him and Stan and Gary. It used to be like, well, we ran into a pitcher that throws a good slider away today, so that, that can get those guys. And we used to stand behind the defense like, well, that gets any hitter in baseball. A good slider away can get any hitter in baseball. I think Judgey went to the drawing board and is like, what's, what's my weakness? And he probably practiced following that off. Maybe we'll talk to Tom House about it. But, um, you know, I, how many times did we watch Smoltz national broadcast games and he'd be like, you know, that low and away pitch to Judge, he's, he's kind of an easy out, and we'd all go fucking nuts because we're like, you don't know anything, John Smoltz. Um, but yeah, I will let you research that. But I, I, that's currently where I've compartmentalized it. Good stuff. Compartmentalizing. My pride. I'm going with the Aaron's uh, pride of the Yankees. Kind of like most valuable player. Kind of like rookie of the year. It maybe isn't necessarily best, um, but pride of the Yankees is easily Aaron Hicks. Uh, which is, it's funny looking at the stats now because uh, Big Daddy only had one hit. He had three walks, which that's Hicksy things. But guess what? That one hit, man. <laughs> Make it matter. That one hit was the big one. And it's kind of, now it's funny, like, how we view Aaron Hicks. Like, he's, a lot of Yankee fans are off the Hicks train. A lot of Yankee fans never got on a Hicks train. And it's funny thinking, like, he's got to be one of the most hated Yankees from Houston land. Uh, like, H-Town doesn't like Aaron Hicks. And uh, not only that, Jimmy, you know... Poppy Gordo loves himself some outfield defense. Um, that diving catch he made was really good in left field. Really good. And Kaster nailed the call like Aaron Hicks. Talk about confidence and taste in yourself and excitement and like the right way to play. He got that dog in him. Um, so, I mean, for that one swing, <laughs> which is a badass, maybe swing of the year. So that can get you a pride of Yankees and that catch, dude. So, uh, Good for Hicksy, man. That catch uh, was amazing, especially because uh, it was early in the game and he was, you know, a hero the night before. So it kind of the crowd was double cheering. They were, you know what? They weren't just cheering for the play itself. Right. They were cheering because that's Hicks and he did that yesterday and now he's doing that. And you could tell just the energy off that catch was uh Amazing, and him so. and him and Sevy basically doing the like from the replacements when the linebacker and the coach are just screaming at each other. They were basically doing that just with a baseball field in between them. Uh, yeah. That was that was awesome. Again, pride of the Yankees, and that uh, good for Hicksy. Pride of what a homer! What a homer! You um, Yankee motherfucker. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Uh, do I even need to look at, like, the stats on this? Because there's... Huh. Let me see. I wanted to give it to someone. Sure. But, uh... 
Let me just triple check my stuff here. He's going to triple check his stuff, people. Doesn't want to get this wrong. Uh, JD, that's how I was okay. looking at. He did sit one game, but man, you get a lot of money, my dude. And um, I don't know, like, should Carpenter be playing over him when there's a righty on the bump? Like, should they be, a, if he's the DH spot like he was today, like, is that car? I'm not that Carpenter's, you know, he's settled down a little bit. He's when he started, he hasn't had good moments. And I do understand that the uh, Astros bullpen is all righties. So they very much liked right. stashing Carpenter so he can pinch hit for anybody and just drop a lefty in there against their all righty bullpen. So I didn't, I wasn't clamoring for him to start because I know that, but yeah, you need more out of Donaldson uh, at the plate. And I think he's kind of getting lost in the fold as a guy who's not, who's one approach. And my dad doesn't like watching his at bats. So I found that out today for this weekend. Yeah, he uh, he almost got in a lot of trouble. He he pimps one that he hits, the one that he does hit. He thought he got it all. It ends up being a ground rule double. But if it didn't get out, he he would have had a lot of a lot of Yankee fans mad at him. And yeah, man, he might be in the buying buying Joey Gallo and IKF dinner club because if those guys weren't hanging around, we'd have a lot more Josh Donaldson conversations. Um, and hey, it's it's the perk of the Yankees being as good as they are. Uh, like you said, there's still a lot of baseball left to play. Like, if this is Josh Donaldson's bad half of the year, like, he can still have a very nice baseball season. But we're we're talking about a year of baseball, or half a season of baseball now, where Josh Donaldson is 226, uh, I think three, just lost his on base. Um, his OPS is 700 on the nose, which again, it hasn't been a big hitting year. Hitting starting to come back a little bit, but Josh Donaldson is not supposed to be an OPS in the six guy. I mean, he's not even supposed to be an OPS in the sevens guy. So, uh, he's had a lot of other conversations put in front of him. And, uh, yeah, man, it's when you start talking about our lineup and some of the guys you want to see, I mean, right now Donaldson is, it doesn't do much for us. Doesn't do anything no. for your dad. No. My dad's like, he's going to swing at the first pitch, and he doesn't change his approach. So he just getting, gets frustrated with him. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Judge is sneaky, changes his approach, hitting for average. I mean. He's the best player in baseball. It's tough to compare guys to Well, to I was going to keep going. I was going to keep going. Rizzo's doing it. DJ does it. Glaber's doing it this year. Right. It's kind of Stanton is the only one that's like, he's going to get that swing off. Right. But he hits ground balls so hard that they're singles. It's really just Donaldson and Gallo who you're like, that's what they're going to do. So I'm kind not going to change his approach either, but that's fine. He's swinging for contact. Although I wish he would take some pitches, but they actually have a lot of guys that are not just a swing only. Right. I mean, DJ is very much his own character judges, his own character. Um, I, you know, Glaber would be your best example in his whole kind of resurgence on the year. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's tough to do. I don't think there's a lot of guys in baseball that can do that. Um, and we'll see. Like, like I said, it, A, maybe it's just a mediocre first half of baseball. 
and he, he can have a good second half, or, you know, it leads to a lot of other discussions. He's, he is the oldest Yankee. Uh, when, when Boone talked to, was talking to Meredith before the game, they were like, you know, is he, you know, you guys are DHing him. Is he banged up? And Booney said, no, he's, uh, you know, we're just trying to take care of him. So who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who's your MFer? My Yankee MFer. Okay, the Yankees lost two games. Uh, well, one of those games didn't even happen, though. Um, you know what, uh, Jim? I'll I'll do this because I I think your your heart wants it, and you want me to be a little a little more on it. I'm going Joey Gallo. I I know he didn't play uh, a chunk of this series. Which that's not that that's part of it, but it kind of is part of it. Uh, the most non-competitive at bats uh, you'll see, and and what is what was basically come came down to a five-week tryout. I think he was oh, he's he's in a zero for fifteen with ten Ks or something like that. Uh, just just something astonishingly astonishingly bad. So yeah, and. You know, the fact he can't play left field as well as he plays right field, and now that, you know, Hicksy's making catches over there, uh, it's JoJo, the, the non-competitive at-bats. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. If, if, you, if you draw some pitches, you get a walk here, maybe you bloop one over the shift here and there, we can talk about it, but non-competitive, I can't do that. So I'll go JoJo. Yeah, I mean, for me, he's... He's on his way out. They're platooning him. They're sitting him. When he does start, he gets pinch hit for later in the games. He's batting ninth. Um, they didn't trade some guys for him. I think he'd be DFA'd. This is how long of a leash Chris Carter got on, on the, the Reddit. Someone posted the exact compa- same comparison, and uh, this is the time he got DFA'd. I don't think they're going to DFA him just for vibe reasons, but for me, he's not part of the team right now. So it's just like he's just, uh, you know, it's like, just sucks to me that Andujar's hitting 340 in, in AAA with a good on base percentage. And, and, um, they should just try Andujar out before the deadline. Like, if you're, if you're going to trade someone for the deadline, right? And you're searching for an outfielder right now, cause you know that Gallo's not the answer, even a fourth outfielder. Well, then call up Tilo and let him get some reps in as being a fourth outfielder. Or call up Andujar and let him get some reps starting and playing left fielder and, and hitting. But it's it's quite clear they've kind of given up on trying to get Gallo going. They're platooning him. They're sitting him versus any pitcher that's good. And they're pinch hitting him in any big spot. That's not a guy you're putting stock into. So if we're not putting stock into him, then before you make a trade, let someone else get reps. And Andujar's just in AAA hitting really well. And so is Tilo. I don't know if Tilo's hitting, but he's got that. So I don't, I'm not saying those two will be better than Gallo, but at least it's not, at least it's something new. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think they're trying to put Gallo in situations where they think he could succeed, but I don't, it's not happening. So, um, and yeah, Andujar gets really interesting, especially when we just talked about Donaldson, if if Donaldson can't get it going and Stan's playing right field, if that DH spot is up for play, you know, uh, uh, an eight-hole Miguel Andujar can be a real nice ball player for you. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I do think... 
where Gallo's value is at and with the Yankees still winning, I think they uh I think they're gonna ride it out till a week before the deadline and then make make their make their move. But spe- I don't think he's I don't think he's trade nah, whatever. Someone might trade for him. I don't think he's tradable. Yeah, I mean tradable means a, a lot of different things. I mean I I think I think if he was a free agent, there's a lot of teams that would take a shot on him, which in theory means he's tradable because if you can just trade a prospect or something, teams would, I think they'd do that. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think, I think DFA is the way it's going or like part of a trade as like a just take Gallo. I mean. Returning salary. And it's easy to see how, like we know, like the Padres, they they've loved him. They're the ones that everyone talks about. Prowlers always liked him. Like some team, I think would talk themselves into it for half a year. They trade for him. I, I think what Jimmy's saying is like, there's yeah. don't expect a Yankees. It's not a return, return. or he'd be the, no. Just like or like if you're if you're Cashman, don't be like we have him until we find the trade because you may never find it. Sure. So. Frozen again? Uh, I think you just froze. Yeah. It's a good pose, though. Better than the last one. You've got like a power hand going. It's accenting your the mustache in your facial hair. I wonder if we get mustache Jimmy this summer. I wonder if nice. we will. Uh, while we wait for Jimmy to come back, we will do... Regular old awards and regular old awards is brought to you by the Rail Riders. How about it? The Yankees AAA affiliate. Did you know it's only about two hours from Yankee Stadium? Take a trip to check out the Baby Bombers in action at PNC Field. They've got a lot of great stuff happening at the park Fireworks show every Friday. You love fireworks. Great drink deals on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hello. Sounds like college to me. Wagon Wednesdays where you can bring your dog to the game. I did not know that. Uh, Jess has been all over me to bring Noodle to a baseball game. Okay. Uh, It's a great experience for all ages. This Saturday, July 2nd, they're having a double fireworks show happening Uh, Giveaways at the gate, custom USA-themed game-worn jerseys that will be auctioned off after the game. There's no better way to celebrate the 4th of July weekend. Why don't you see the Yankees' hottest prospects make their way up to the bigs and get your tickets by going to swbrailriders.com. Follow them on their social handles, swbrailriders, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, go check out the future. You might see some guys that could be playing up for the New York Yankees pretty soon, Jimbo. You have me? I got you, big dog. I can't see you. I got the freeze frame that I was left with was uh, you just mad. You look mean mugging me. Oh, dude, you look great in yours. We, that's what we were talking about. That's awesome. Yeah, man, you kind of had a power stance going, like the mustache was accented. It was it was good stuff. But we need your first regular old award. I did want to say, and this is going to piss make you mad, I guess. I don't know. I thought that's why you're mean mugging me. Chris Carter and Joey Gallo's careers up until their last their seasons are very very similar. Similar, um, yeah. Um, I think Joey's a little same, better. 
tiny bit. 115 OPS plus. And he plus, plays but, defense, which Chris Carter didn't, but... But still, the offensive numbers is like they're 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 in the same boat, yeah, yeah. Um, Gal is totally a little better, but same amount of years, same amount of plate appearances. So Carter got DFA'd. Like I just, I think that that might be the option out of that. It could be, no argument here. Um, what am I? We're up to my award. You go first on Sundays, or are you off the God train? I forget. Mm, still on it. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, interesting. In some people's brains, I'm actually kind of like way off it at this point. Right. Um, it's kind of ruining certain things for certain people. So let's leave it at this. Okay. Um, I was going to give the Mona Lisa Vito award. Ooh. Uh, uh, Miss Vito. Yeah. Mona Lisa Vito. Uh, I think I know. So I, I don't even want credit for this. I know we keep stats, uh, but I think you're going IKF. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't, Mona, dude. Mona, I won't even count that towards my stats. But Mona Lisa Vito. This is your opinion. It's a fact. Isaiah Kiner Faleva cannot be playing defense at shortstop for the Yankees in the postseason. Hmm. This is your opinion. It's a fact. We've gone past opinion. Still have the chat being like, "Why? Why is though me?" It's like, "Oh, you don't watch the games." Any high-pressure situation, botch. So, but I do think that we've moved past the point where it's like me prematurely whining or bitching and seeing things that people aren't seeing. And now it's the common opinion I see on Twitter and in the chats and on Reddit and stuff. It's just like, oh, you can't afford to have that bad of defense in close games. You just can't. I think you just got hurt laying down that bunt. And I love it. He lays down a two-strike bunt, and people are like, see? And it's like, oh, yes. Yes, yes. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. Or like someone's like, speed. I was like, well, fucking Peraza's stolen 30 bases or whatever last year. So it is no longer opinion. It is a fact. I think everyone, I think Cashman knows that. I think everyone knows that. So let's get some of these young kids up. Start get, start seeing what's that. If he's hurt right now and bunted, I don't know how bad the injury is to his hurt. And I hope he's not hurt, hurt. I hope he's okay. But if there's opens a window to test out these kids, I don't need offense. And we're not getting offense. So whatever. I need sure outs on routine plays as a shortstop in the postseason. If we lose a playoff game and people blame it on IKF's offense, well, that's just never going to be the case. Right. Ever. So you need sure fire defense, and he just can't make routine plays. I mean, it might be up. It might be up from three a game now. I mean, it's happening. We were laughing that that one in extra innings. We were waiting to see if they were going to call it a hit or not. They did call it an error. Um for me, Jim, I was if if you didn't take it, I was going to give the uh, reverse Avarex award, um, because 
I was actually, I was willing to walk Altuve. I know you and I have talked extra inning strategy a lot, but Altuve comes up to start the extra innings after the Glaber situation where it seemed like we were going to win. And it's like, Jesus, we're here. Like five seconds ago, we're about to win this game. And now Altuve's up with a dude on second. Um, that I was kind of in the, like, why don't we just walk him? Like, we've seen this play out. Um, and then he hits the chopper to IKF and he, and he boots it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this, I, I thought it was going to be the, the kind of the perfect thing because it, this is going to be one of the most watched Yankees games. I think Thursday night's game was the most watched Yankee game of the year. Yes, tweeted that out. Um, and, you know, this is the final game versus Houston on Sunday. Extra innings uh, to have that happen. And then the throw after. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've wanted to see the kids. I'm in, I, you know, last episode, I gave out the, uh, the Invisible Ink Award, uh, and we'll see if Glaber gets involved. Like, if they're really scared of the kids or don't think they're ready, I think they'd be willing to go to Glaber before that. Interested to see. Uh, but yeah, I, I, in my head, he's never been our October shortstop. I don't know who is, um, but there's also options. Yeah, I have some other stats uh, around, and I'm basing this. Um, I'm basing this totally off of his defense. Like I didn't expect offense. I expected better. No, I didn't. This is what I expect. He's not really. This is who he is. Uh, he'll he'll slap a breaking ball to shortstop and and run hard. But I wasn't. You know. So I'm not. What am I trying to say? But I have, uh, but then I had some notes like offensively that I wanted to share and I don't have it up right now. I had it up, but basically um, Marwin is hitting lefties really well. I think he has an 880 OPS against lefties. I don't know how small the sample size is for Marwin, but um, so lefties, I'd like to see Marwin platooning at short. If that's the first step to like mixing it up, and saying we're going to try new things and maybe IKF isn't the everyday. If that's the first step, then just give me that. I think we see one lefty against Oakland and uh, Marwin's got better numbers. So Marwin played at short over Kiner this this series one game. And uh, so if that's the first step before you bring up a kid and test him out or whatever. So that's what I'd take. And we'll, we'll see... See if there's anything from the bunt. They see Irvin, Cole Swervin Irvin is a lefty. They see him on the last day. So we'll see uh we'll see what goes on there. That might be tricky because IKF is technically a righty. I don't know his splits, but uh um, Yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to point out is that in this stretch of 13 games against good teams, IKF averaged three point five pitches a played appearance, which again, I don't I don't care about his offense, but if you're not going to produce um, at least like see pitches and grind out at bats, but that's the lowest on the team. That would be like the lowest of all qualified hitters. I think 3.4. I think he'd be bottom five of all qualified hitters in all of baseball pitches per plate appearance. But you know, any pitcher that can throw a breaking ball in the zone is just throwing three to him right away. And he rolls over one or, or he either rolls it over or he finds a gap on the ground or just bloops it over the shortstop's head. But, you know, during this good stretch, I mean, it was like his at-bats were boom, boom, boom. 
the part that's kind of weird is, you know, in those hitter counts, when he gets the pitch, it, it just never seems, it seems like he's on it. He just never clicks. And yeah, I've, I've said this multiple times, but you know, one of the difference in my head between him and Gallo is Gallo's old baseball card says something very different than what we've seen. IKF says the exact same thing. Like this is exactly what it says. Well, um, yeah, well, th- this was the offense we were supposed to get, but a lockdown defensive shortstop right. and he's bottom level shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. It's the offense we were promised. Yeah. Um, good award, Jim. Thank you. Well, I think reverse Avarex. That would have got people jazzed up. Um, Isn't that just normal? Because Avarex is the reverse effect. It's reverse in the reverse. Okay. You know? Yeah. Fake the fake. You got it. Uh, Jimmy, my first award is uh is the I killed them for you award I killed them for you award prestigious award I'm interested in this one man I killed them for you yeah award um Ah, dude, I'm interested. I like the name of it. I want to be able to guess it. Um, I'm a little coming up blank. I think maybe I don't know. I my two guesses are Cole, but I don't think you're giving Cole an award. Uh, and then I was guessing Castro, but that's kind of out of left field. So who who I don't know. Cole, I'll go Cole. My first award. Uh, this would normally be a second award for me, but this is my first uh, award. It's going to Ron Marinaccio. Oh, baby. James, there was a graphic that popped One up. One inning pitch. <laughs> there was a graphic that came up at the end of the game. Uh, Houston Astros pitcher Seth Martinez came in the game. And something we've talked about on Talking Baseball ad uh, a little bit, and it's one of my favorite phrases to say, is that there's a pitcher in every team's bullpen that's really good that you have no idea about. Houston called up this kid, Seth Martinez, and he hadn't allowed an earned run in 17 innings. And so they posted the leaderboard, and it was uh, current reliever streaks of not allowing an earned run. And I think number one was Ryan Stanek. Um, two was somebody else good. Three, uh, four was this guy. And number five on the graphic, sneaky, sneaky from yes, Ron Marinaccio uh, and Ronnie's boys, they knocked him off today. They did that for you. So Ron Marinaccio now climbs one step closer in the relief inning uh, of not allowing an earned run. His teammates got him. They killed him for him. Uh, and Ron Marinaccio is now 13 scoreless. And by the way, you know, there's going to be a lot of talks about bullpen come trade deadline and everything like that. Some eye test stuff. I know we did a little bit last episode. Ronnie Marinaccio in those 13 innings, only one hit, babe. Um, so he's throwing some funk up there, and he teeters a line between scary vampire and sexy man. My mom's more on the vampire, not on the sexy man. She's uh, always so been tough. She uh, she hadn't seen your tweet, and she was just like, "What's up with why is it, he looks like a vampire? Yeah. Does he smile?" Is kind of what she said. Yeah, that one single 
Off Ron Marinaccio? Ron. Geo the God Urshela. Almost doesn't count. Weak ground ball to third. Yeah. There's a swinging bunt, if I remember correctly. Because didn't Geo get like two infield hits off us that Minnesota series? Speed kills, man. Hear it all that limp talk. Good award. Thank you. Good for Ronnie. Part of the family. Ronnie, baby. Want to hear something cool? Sure. So I did all the pitches per plate appearance just for this stretch because I was doing the math on it all. Sure. Rizzo, I think that's obvious. 4.6 leads the team. Glaber, second, 4.5. Glaber puts together, puts up good at bats, man. Okay. Um, then Stan, then Hicks, then Donaldson. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Geo the God equals same OPS as IKF. Someone in the chat said, yeah, but I mean, he could play defense. Like I said, I only care about being able to make routine plays at shortstop. And IKF has proven on a series in series out basis. I will like, that's, that's not a fib. You can go look at the chat, the numbers, no fibs. He botches a routine play every series. No fibs detected. Yeah, I mean, that's not an opinion. It's, it, is a, it is a fact. What did you say your second award was? I didn't give out my second yet? What the heck? I thought I did. Sorry. Are you sure? I'm like 99%. I got nothing on your second award. No way. Yeah. No way. Who, uh, I for sure thought I gave out my other award. Your second um, award. Who are you giving out your second award to? That man is a hero. Ah, uh, really? Award. Really? Yeah. Um, God, in my head, it's between two guys. Um, your head's always between two guys. I will go. Happy Pride, everyone. Um, I will. I'll say you're going Stan. Yeah, obviously. Nice. Two for Safe. two. Not that we, the first one didn't count and we don't keep the stats. But No, you get a point for that one. I keep okay. the stats. Okay. I'm still kicking your butt. Oh, I keep some stats and I'm kicking your butt. That's the weird part. You leak yours too often. I used to. I've gotten better. You have gotten I better. revealed my tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, three home runs against Houston. My best, my best premonition to ever be premonished mm. was the Framber home run yeah. off the, off the curveball. Yes. Hadn't given up a home run on a curveball. I, I, I even sent you a video. I said, I think if he throws this pitch, Stan hits a homer to right field first at bat. I was, dude, I jumped up. I was eating dinner with my mom and, uh, Katie. And I was like, Oh my God, that's what I put That's what I premonitioned. It wasn't even a prediction. Like I, it came to me. Yeah. So, but then, um, you know, breaking up the no hitter, first pitch fastball, sparking that three home run, home runs against Houston. Hopefully that gets him going playing right field. Um, I think he had a nice throw too. So Giancarlo Stanton, a hero. Yeah. That was funny. They posted, uh, the, the classic. Yes. Uh, red light, green light, yellow light. 
And uh, Stanton's arm speed came up, and Kay's like, this doesn't feel right. Stanton's been throwing the ball real well. Um, yeah, man, a little a casual three-homer series for Big G. Is that right? Yeah. That's pretty insane. Yeah, he was he was probably my on deck for the pride, but again, that Hicks home run was was really a big one. But someone had to end the no hitter streak, so that was huge. And uh, yeah, again, probably probably spoiled a little bit that Stanton's three homers, and we're like, okay, well, ju- Judge is the MVP, and Stanton's around, I guess. He's uh, love Stanton, dude. Dude, his also also. Ms. Vito. Um, Stanton's celebration on the Hicks home run was awesome. Um, leading off second base, watching it fly. That was, uh, that was awesome. That was awesome. He's, you know, Big G's normally the kind of play cool guy, and that was, that was pure emotion, so love seeing that. Cole's, Cole's reactions to home runs uh, are so good, and I've figured it out. He just hates home runs. Like, the okay. pitcher in him can't celebrate it so what he does is act pained and he's been doing that since he was on houston remember when um the astros hit that home run and he looked like everyone's like what is that did he lose a bet yeah i think the pitcher and cole can't celebrate a home run so what he does is he acts like podcast only i just did an exasperated pained face did you see what he did today yes fell over he rolled rolled over the railing yeah. I had it as more like Thiz face, like, oh my God. Like they did it again. But he he does have the history like you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't celebrate him. Anyone else? Anything else that we missed? Um, I was going to give out my second award and the most prestigious award of the show, dog. So maybe you missed that. Yeah, I feel like we did. What something. happened with you in awards today? Maybe it was when I got kicked off and I had to rejoin. I just right. lost where I was in the episode. Okay, because we're making. I had you, I had you mean mugging me, dude. I was scared. Yeah, I mean you can't hold a freeze frame face against me. That's pretty tough. Do you see it? That's the, no, because my my side didn't freeze. Dude, this is what when I was staring at. Oh, the Falcon. Sometimes I think I look like that Muppet Falcon bird. I don't bring that up enough. I've never heard you say that. Actually, I've talked to you. I've talked to I you. I brought it up on anyone. this very show. That's a the lie. Muppet Falcon bird? I don't even know what that is. The like blue Muppet the bird kind of thing. Falcon guy. I can picture it. Okay. I'll type in blue Muppet bird. I have bird. it. I have it. I have it. I don't think you look like him. I think I do. Just kind of in the face. Um, I also, face. that freeze frame of me looks like a mean Michael Sarah. You were, sometimes I have a little Michael Sarah in me. That's what I was going to say. This, you, this, I, I never knew you had Michael Sarah into you until a commenter pointed right. it out. And then I brought him up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And a little bit that Muppet bird, Sam, the Eagle. Um, Jim, my final award is the, and I, Jim, I want to give you a point. I think you're going to get this one. Okay. I may have even given out this award before. I'm giving out the All-American Rejects Award. Huh. All-American Rejects Award. Should I stare away from camera more? No. Okay. Well, I think, I think it has to do with uh, 
Oh, fuck. Maybe there's like a song that became popular in like 2011 by them. Okay. I hope you're not referencing that one. Okay. Ah, shit. What was that one? I hope you're referencing like their first, their first album. The swing, swing from the tangles of my heart. And the swing, swing award, like, seems like an IKF thing because all he does is swing. Um, But maybe you're asking someone to swing more. Or or fight? Maybe asking someone to fight. Like, did Gumby pitch? Is he going to fight someone? Um, or Wandy Peralta is always throwing punches. Okay. And he's younger than you. All right. I feel like I got away from it. It was probably like the swing thing. Okay. So I'm going to go DJ LeMayhew. Jim, it's going to DJ LeMayhew. Let's go. You get a point. I get two points for setting you up on it. Let's go. Oh, that's not how I keep score. Oh, we're keeping oh. a different score. Um. Dude, every time I'm mad at you, I'm just going to fucking... Good. I That's kinda, not how we keep score. I kind of like that picture. Um, Jimmy, DJ, DJ LeMayhew hits the big home run today. Kester, again, teed it up in the call pretty good. I think his batting average before the at-bat had gone down to like 250-something. And you could kind of... You could hear it in Kester's voice that it kind of felt like, okay, DJ... Like, I, it feels like it's kind of your time. Like, you know, it's, it's been a lot of judge. Um, I think DJ needs to swing a little more. Um, in the last 20, or not excluding today, the 19 games leading up to today, DJ's hitting 279, a 398 on base, a 795 OPS. Those are all solid numbers. Uh, the on-base percentage especially. DJ is walking at a much higher rate than he has over his career, which kudos to that a little bit. Like, I, I, I obviously don't hate that. It ha- in some of DJ's at-bats, it felt like he's, he's taking some strikes that the previous, like, electric MV, top five MVP DJ did not take. There were some fastballs away today that he just kind of let happen, that I feel that used to be his classic, like, slash it down the line uh, pitch. So, DJ's been playing a a pretty solid brand of baseball the last three weeks or so. I want to see him swinging more. You know, remember when we originally talked about Glaber and his OBP was down? Um, I, I think DJ can swing a little bit more. Give me a couple more of those doubles, you know? Or maybe he doesn't want doubles because that just means they're going to walk Judge behind him. So now I've just talked myself out of it. Some data is that he's, I'm not, he's swinging the same as his average, but he's swinging less at pitches in the zone and and his chase rates up, which is which results in the same. But he is swinging three percent less, fifty eight percent zone swing compared to 61, which was last year, and 2019 and 2020 was 64% swinging at pitches in the zone. So from there, he's down 6%, which uh, is noticeable. But he's he's upped his, his chase from last year um, and on his average. So He's seeing the ball well, man, in that same split I just referenced about three weeks. He's got 14 walks and 10 strikeouts, which that's, that's sneaky incredible. Um so I I don't know it just I it feels like I've seen a couple slash balls or porch job Lemayhew balls that he's just taking right now and hey I, I guess if it continues to be a four hundred on base I don't hate it 
Um, but I don't know. It just feels like a slightly different DJ. He's pretty far. He's pretty low and hard, hard hit. Yeah, his hard hit rates down and his barrel percentage is way up, which is interesting. So that means a launch angle might suck. It's down a little. But good award, All-American Rejects. I'll keep you my dirty little That's the song that I was hoping you weren't. What what song were you referencing? Swing, swing. He's got to swing more. Just wanted it cemented. Dirty Little Secret didn't like that. Really? The the first album of All American Rejects, I list. That was when you had to buy the CD back in 2002. I would guess that was 2001 or two. I think it was one, actually. Um, And I... You know, put an Not the Yankees. Uh, if we were on talking baseball, this would be much more important. Twins pitching coach that we like. Little guy. He's going back. He's going back to college. He's going to LSU. Just leaving pitching the Twins mid-season. Same, same job. Pitching coach, LSU. Going from Twins pitching coach to LSU pitching coach. Good for him. Much more stability in college. And and maybe, you know, they keep they why would you want to be the twins pitching coach? They never get you someone good. They just get you reclamation projects over and over and over again, and they blame you when they don't reclimate. Likes warm weather. I think the tide was turning on that pitching staff from earlier this year. Someone's behind you, Jim. This is Reef. My guy Reef. Got a cool jersey Reef. on. Oh hi. Do you want to say hi, Reef? We're ending the show now. Hi. Hey, Reef. You remember Uncle Jake? Yep. Do you like his jersey? Yeah. I love his jersey. I'm on that team, you know. Yeah. I watched the whole entire thing. Me too. You were in it. Yeah, okay. he didn't watch. Oh, oh, oh here too. great. Yeah. The begruesome twosome. We're all here. Cool. All right, all right. party crew. Well, we're going to go have some pizzas. You guys save any pizza for me? Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.